This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Friday, June the 3rd, 2016. Hey, good morning and welcome to the Patriot Radio News Hour. It's a great day to be alive and thanks for tuning in. This show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. We've been around a long time, two decades in this time slot, one of the longest-running financial radio programs in America today, and I'm proud to say that I was the original founding father. I'm Eric Cedarstrom, former CEO of this company. I'm now Guy Friday, get to sit in once a week and uh, espouse my opinions. I'm Hamburger Helper. I sit in with the uh, new CEO, nephew, and uh, the boss of this place, Joe Jaquin. And it's a great day to be alive. I hope this finds you well here in the Valley of the Sun. We're expecting a high of around 136 degrees. The uh, meteorite that exploded over Arizona was really just a piece of paper flying around in the sky. It's uh, hot out there. I saw two fire hydrants fighting over a dog on my way in this morning. So Patriot Trading Group is one 800 951 or you can also head out to the World Wide Web, the interweb, the uh, information superhighway at allamericangold.com. Allamericangold.com's got it all. Prices, it's got daily news. It's uh, it's a place to be. If you're looking at how to protect yourself and how to make the right moves and things that you owe to yourself and your family, you can start there. And then you give us a call and we'll help clarify the situation. Joe? Thanks for having me today. How are you doing? Hey, happy Friday. I like the the founding father. How about that? I am, too. I'm a gummer. I'm a grandfather. My teeth will be falling out any minute. My hair is You're going to have summer teeth. Some are here, some are there. (laughs) It now takes me all night to do what I used to do all night. (laughs) I'm just getting old, you know, so it's all right. I feel good. I had to go for physical therapy on my knee, and some 25-year-old guy stretching my knee around, and he goes, he goes, don't lift your head up. I don't want you to hurt your neck. <laughs> and I'm looking at him like, pal, you say that to me again. <laughs> I'm going to hurt your neck. <laughs> You're old, man. It's terrible. So that's ah, a good day, though. You know, even sleeping can be hazardous to your health when you get to your age. I, you wake up, and you're like, what happened? I can't move my, my back, my neck. I agree. I hurt my neck brushing my teeth once. Couldn't move it for a week. <laughs> you were really digging in. Yeah, I was like, wow. I don't know how this happened. So, but anyway, it's uh, I'm here and uh, still kicking. And thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. It's the dog days of summer are setting in. My uh, two Labradors are laying in the hallway. They were the little one. None of them will go outside. They go out in the morning, and then they come right back and and uh, get their messages, and that's it for the day. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be in the corner if you need me. You ever wondered why they call them the dog days of summer if you have dogs? I mean, they don't go outside. They're like, no. <laughs> they look out there, but I'm not doing no, it. I would, yeah. It's uh, a 1,000 degrees outside. I know. What's the high supposed to be, Dave? 113. 113, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> supposed to golf in that this afternoon. You play? That's yeah. good for you, though. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> What a horrible idea. Yeah. Right? Who in their right mind does this? But 
Four o'clock, you could probably sneak in. You could sneak it in. You'd be close. You'd have to play pretty quick. Problem is, we got Homer, and yeah, he, he's got this routine, and there's nothing you can do to speed him up. You know, ready golf does not apply to him. Well, if I played behind him, <laughs> <laughs> if you hit Homer in the head, point. No. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good. Yeah, doing that. So. The, uh, there's so much news. There's more news than the, the dog days of summer can shake a stick at. I really, I don't even know where to start. The job news came out today. Well, I'm going to say that there was one person who was right. Just happens to be this guy. Yeah. Right here. Well, you wonder the, how, you know, this is the managed situation because, you know, Wall Street is not going to be able to stand any interest rate hikes. The Democrats aren't going to be able to stand the interest rate hikes. Uh, between now and the election. So I think you're going to see... Uh, I think it was all made up. It was all a bunch of BS, uh, phony baloney, and, and they they just set it up just for this reason. Right, and they put the news in, and uh, yeah, I agree with you 100%. And of course, then they always try to go, well, look, things are getting better. Election years, you know, there's... You, I think we're all finding out how managed everything is, right? Because when you vote, it really doesn't count. And and, and right, right, right some, some places you didn't even get to vote. Right, you don't get to vote. So the whole thing's managed. They have the huddle. They know who's going to be president. They know where the exchanges are going to be. And every now and then you get a surprise or whatnot. Some idiot who won't play along like Donald Trump, you know. They're like, the guy, they don't want him. Did you see, this is the most amazing thing, that um, the Doral World Golf Championship at Doral Country Club, ben- Florida, been there since the 60s. I was going to say, pretty much since I've been alive, they've been playing this this tournament. Since the 60s. They have now decided to move it to Mexico because Trump owns the country club. Well, I wonder, are they going to, uh, to move it somewhere else if the guys golfing there get pelted with eggs and get punched in the face? Yeah, you know, at the Doral, well, like, they're 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 going to vote for Trump. I like what uh, I like what they had said that uh, he'd said. Well, better make sure your uh, your kidnapping insurance. <laughs> <is paid. laughs> so, you better make sure that policy's paid. You know, there's there's been some good advice on this radio throughout the years, and a lot of you people have prospered from it. And every now and then, you hear a, a tidbit of wisdom that will um, reverberate through your life. And I've got one for you today. So call your family and and uh, have them gather around the radio because this is this really is something you know that uh, every now and then you know you your parents used to tell you things like don't stick your head out of the car window. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's pretty good advice. Okay. Don't don't touch the hot stove. Stuff like that. Stuff right. like that. These are things that resonate. You know. Don't stick that in the electrical socket. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so. So tell everybody, when you get back, I've got some great advice for you when we return after these messages. You're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour on a Friday. The blind leads the stupid. Stay with us. We'll be back. Oh, yeah, baby. Rocking and firing out of the hole in the ceiling studios in beautiful Deer Valley, Arizona. I'm your guy Friday. This used to be Jack Daniels Friday. It was free call Friday at one time. Now Alan called up, and he said we should name it Fed Up Friday. <laughs> I, like it. I like kind of a dual deal, the right. Fed and everything. Pretty good. I like that. So heading into the break, I promised you that I was going to espouse some words of wisdom that uh, could protect you and save you in the future here. So, Oh, wait a minute. Were you going to give him our phone number? 
Uh, yeah. Right. Okay. Did I get that out? Okay. <laughs> I was just going to say. No, no, no. I was just going to say maybe that was your words of wisdom. Could be. one 800 There you go. Thank you. But I got a good one, too. If you're traveling to San Jose this weekend and you are a Trump supporter, okay? You got me? Gather around. Everybody, just call your friend. No matter what, do not order the Huevos Ranchero. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that what happened. Yeah, they serve as the Huevos Rancheros. <laughs> they know what that is. The, I, I saw that. It didn't look like that'd be something I'd be interested in. <laughs> <laughs> Hold the Huevos and the Rancheros. It really is amazing. I'll tell you, I think this is the beginning. I mean, all kidding aside, I, mean, I think this is the beginning of a tectonic shift. I think the riots of the 60s are returning. But, again, it'll be more like a civil war. You know, not uh, not peace and love. It's going to be a civil war. It's amazing to watch. So, and, and then uh, hear the mayor of San Jose. He blamed the Donald, blamed Trump. Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's his fault. That's brilliant. Well, these are these sanctuary cities. This is what they want. This is what you get. I mean, it is amazing. So something's going to give here. So it's crazy. So now they move the Trump, the Doral open down to Mexico, of all things. The PGA. Well, why not? You know, we moved all our jobs down there. Why not move the golf down there? You know why? Move the Phoenix Suns down there. You know, they, they wear, they have the low Suns jerseys already. Just move them down there. It was sponsored by Cadillac for years, and now they're not sponsoring it anymore. I was going to say they build most of their stuff down there anyway. It's now the Mexican Walmart. It's called Grupo Salinas. Their retail thing, I don't know. You figure it out. They're the new sponsors of the... Uh, the Grupo Salinas Open. Yeah, yeah. I got to tell you, as predicted here, I saw yesterday. Now, if you don't know, see, all right, here's something you can learn, if you're a car guy or not a car guy. If you go look at the serial number on your car, the V-I-N, and if it starts with a 1, it's made in America. Cliff taught me this. I did not know you that. Know, if it starts with a 2, it's made in Canada, 3, Mexico... And it goes all the way through. There's a prefix for Germany and England and da-da-da-da-da. Okay. I saw a Buick yesterday, a brand-new Buick, coming. They've just taken it off the truck. The serial number starts with L. We were looking at the window sticker on Not a number. Starts, a letter. Starts with L. Yeah. So, guess what? L doesn't stand for loser. No, that stands for Chinese Buick. <laughs> How about that? So, I thought we'd throw that in for you there. So the first Chinese Buicks are on the ground. They're already here. What a slap in the face to the American taxpayer. I mean, it really is amazing. So why not? Why don't they have Buick, Chinese Buicks, sponsored the Mexican golf tournament? (laughs) Line them all up right. It can be the car that drives around the the golfers. Crazy, isn't it? So I I don't know. Donald Trump brought the tongue. He goes, well, this is going to come to an end if I'm president. So I don't know how they would stop it. But is the PGA really that liberal? I mean, you know, most golfers I know, they're all Republicans. Yeah, are Republicans. <laughs> so, I mean, I can't imagine where they'd come up with this deal. But I guess, the, is it going to be like soccer tournaments? They love golf in Mexico City? I mean, I know Mexico City is the most populated city in the world. But I don't think they're going to golf there. you actually got to be able to see the golf ball. Oh, yeah. There's a pollution. It goes up in the air. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's to use the shot tracker thing. What's <laughs> <Went> that way? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. So, so anyway, that uh, I 
let's face it, the things we're seeing every day from the uh, LGB or whatever they're called and the bathroom deal and now everything just still going offshore. But the PGA, you know, so all right, they're going, well, it's a business decision, but really is it? I mean, it's a Trump decision. So they're that liberal. You know what i got to tell you? you got to remember, though, where, how do they get their money? All of these businesses and the sponsorships and all these golfers, you know, you see their shirts and their hats and they're all, they make more money from endorsements than they do actually playing the golf itself. And this is what big business wants. Right. Yeah, I agree. It's just all so liberal that that's what they go for anymore. And, and again, this is what's driven this country into oblivion. Make no mistake about it. I mean, would you recognize Armageddon if you saw it? That's a great question. Would you recognize it? Because, I mean, I pretty much see it now. If you go down into Phoenix, ladies and gentlemen, and you go into Mesa and Tempe, suburbs of this place, some of it is Mexico. I mean, it's Mexico. Some of it. Most of it. Big portion. Most of it. I mean, not kind of Mexico. Everything's written in Spanish. They're speaking Spanish. Not speaking English. They're not friendly. They're not user-friendly for us gringos. They're not. Something's going to give. I mean, you know, we're heading for a civil war. You're actually, you know what, you're right. It's turning. It is turning. Because 20 years ago, it was friendly. Sure. It really was. Friendly. It's turning now. And I got, you know, listen, I'm not saying this is a racist statement. I'm just telling you this is a fact. I mean, you know, I I have a ton of respect for the uh, Mexicans and the Hispanics that I grew up with here. You know, they were here and... Uh, hard working, and you know the guys that come work in your yard and trim the trees, and I mean those guys work hard, and they're kids. But I'm just saying, I'm just pointing out that it's turning, and they're not friendly, and they act like they're a country amongst in a, of themselves. So, another weird prediction, you know, the Huevos Rancheros. How about this? How about Sanders? Sanders leading in California. What are they going to do? As predicted right here. What are they going to do? What are they going to do? I mean, they're going to do what they've been doing. Oh, yeah, you won, but you really didn't win. I was listening on Fox this morning, and they had some political analyst on that says, nobody gives a crap, excuse my language, about Hillary Clinton. It's like a team that won't listen to their coach anymore. <laughs> they're, you know, they're, they're talking, but nobody's listening. You know, she's been doing this for 40 years. She comes on and makes a foreign policy statement a couple days ago. Since then, we've had horrible economic news. We've got riots going on, and nobody nobody remembers a word she said. So, so I mean, I, I can't imagine. I, I To me, it's the most craziest thing, but this whole country is just amazing what's happened. That you know that we could put Bill Clinton back in the White House because that's what'll happen. What didn't she say? He's going to be my economic guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe they could reinvent the internet again. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody can stay home and trade dot com stocks because that was the prosperity we had back then. Why they ratified every free trade agreement and gave away all the intellectual property of this country and. Taking away all the machinery and all the tool and die machines and all the military industrial. That, that was right before they realized the workers, the Americans, actually realized what was really that happening. That was happening, right? That right. yeah, went to the Pacific Rim. They actually took their <laughs> workers' retirement accounts 
and used them in America to build factories in China so they could fire the people who paid for the factories. <laughs> That's Wall Street for you. This is what they've come down to. So we, you know, we're at a we at a, a, a point in this country where I believe we are at the point of no return. You look at 38,000 jobs created. They had to revamp everything down. It's just horrible. Well, 38,000 jobs, but then they went back the, the prior two months and took away 60,000 jobs. So it was really, when you look at it, net-net, we lost jobs. And then they came out and said the unemployment rate went from 5% to 4.7. With the, here, essentially, the government said we don't know what happened to 700,000 people. 700 thousand people disappeared out of the labor force. Well, that'll happen. <laughs> I don't. Where, I wonder where they went. Well, I don't know. But, you know, 38,000, that's like half a Cardinal Stadium. <laughs> Not even right, right. right. For the whole you know, country, including Canada, or including Alaska and Hawaii. I don't know. It ain't working, ladies and gentlemen. So, my favorite, too. How about Sharon Hillman of the VA? You see that? You no. Know, for those of you that don't know, and most of you do, you may not know her name, but the VA here in, in Phoenix was one of the worst-run establishments maybe in the history. And you're talking about our veterans, and you're talking about supporting the troops, and it was just Memorial Weekend this, this last weekend, and, you know, we, we she got fired. But she didn't get fired for her incompetence. She got fired because they said that she took gifts, right? Didn't report, and didn't them. report them on her taxes, and then pled guilty to it. Yeah, fifty grand of stuff from lobbyists, and um, and she pled guilty. And we thought she was finally. We didn't care why, right? That she didn't get let go for incompetence. We were just glad that she was gone. Now, now the Justice Department says, well, you know, she's going to petition for her job back, and we're not going to fight her. And Obama's like, okay. She's going to get her job back. The only way you lose your job is, you know, when you're head of the VA, it's the president has to fire you. So, so that's crazy, isn't it? Now, again, she also said, you know, I'm a public servant, came out. I served. I serve as a public servant. This is a bureaucrat, bureaucrat's favorite BS to put out to you. Oh, I'm serving. You know, I'm sacrificing and I'm serving. Yeah, yeah. If that job was such a sacrifice, you don't get an attorney to get it back. <laughs> that, that was a... Yeah. Six-figure-plus job, oh, yeah. well into the six-figure. Plus, you know, they, they got to go 50-50 with everything they steal. <laughs> <laughs> one for me, right? two for you, one for me. I mean, why else be a politician? So the nice thing, like, Democrats go in crooked. Republicans have to become crooked. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go to prison right. to learn how to be a criminal. There you go. So that's just how it works, so... I saw this little ditty, why the rest of the world is such a joyous place to be. Two, there's 250 million cameras in place worldwide. I think that's an understatement. Probably is, yeah. Yeah, probably 250 million in, a, in America. I mean, you can put cameras everywhere. So They are everywhere. I had the idea of the dog cam years ago. <laughs> I wanted to strap it. Even... My yellow lab used to run away and kill chickens, and I wanted to put... I wanted to put... <laughs> Camera, you know, go. You probably get all kinds of YouTube in. <laughs> I was figuring, well, maybe there's a few things I didn't want to. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I had that idea years ago. But I tried to put an old Bell and Howe Super Eight projector on it. <laughs> Just didn't work. Too big. So 
1-800-951-0592. The, uh, the world's changing rapidly. The, uh, the self-driving cars article's out again. Now they're trying to tell us the, uh, the techies, you know, these are the same people that uh, believe in the uh, biotech. You know, like, remember, we were, by now we were supposed to have doctors that were shrunk down. Like, remember that movie where they injected them into your system? Honey, I shrunk the kid. Right, well, they shrink the doctors and <laughs> the biotech. Who was that? Quaid was in there. Yeah, yeah, where they go into the veins and they're in the guy's body. And that was pretty much if you invested in biotech. You actually believe that's going to happen. All right. I heard a guy on the radio the other day that said they're, they're almost to the point. He goes, if you can live another 10 years, you're going to be able to make it till you're 300. I don't know. They freeze you or something. I don't know what they do. You know, cryogenics, that's fascinating. Ted Williams did it. But, you know, I didn't want to wake up, like, be in a board game with your head sewn to a coffee table. <laughs> <laughs> Try to stump the cedar strum. You know, I don't, I don't know. So... So the whole, you know, it's crazy. So, but the self-driving cars are back. Now, you know, I got to tell you, being born in 59, I'm having a hard time swallowing the self-driving car thing. You know, we've had a little fun with it. Uh, you know, if in fact they invented it, it would be the end of the DUI. You know, the car's been drinking. <laughs> Not me. So, and if they do it, I'm getting a black Trans Am. <laughs> I'm going to call it Kit, and I'm going to, I'm going to whistle for it. <laughs> I mean, I, I would like to see this, but, you know, in, in Des Moines, Iowa, in kindergarten, first, second, in, in grade school in the 60s, they showed us pictures of the future, 2000. The cars are all supposed to be flying. Flying, right. <laughs> it's supposed to be the Jetsons, not just the driver, you know. So anyway more uh, useless observations. You're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back. It's half time. You guys were talking about car loans. Jamie Dimon was out this morning as well. Uh, $1 trillion in car loans. Yeah, we passed the trillion-dollar level. How's that even possible? You know, in 1986, when you totaled up uh, World War One, World War II, the Vietnam War. Uh, what am I missing? Uh, maybe Civil War. I don't know. The Korean War. Yeah, Korean War. Um, welfare, the Great Society, everything. The War on Poverty, the War on Drugs. Right, the whole country rolled over a trillion dollars, right? That was around 86. 80, 1981. 81, okay. So we hit one trillion dollars. So Think about this, 1971, the entire 195 years of this country, we'd only racked up $400 billion of debt. That started to go parabolic there, so off the gold standard. And now just auto loans over a trillion. Big article out today, I'm laughing because now they say the average new car loan, or the average price of the new car, thirty grand. And 51% of people with jobs don't even make thirty grand. Yeah, it's sad. But then, you know, Phyllis Schlafly, yesterday when you guys were doing that, she did a 
thing on the uh, student loans are a trillion dollars. What a farce that is, though. A student loans are a trillion dollars. Car loans are a trillion. Forget. Let's go back to the wars. Welfare. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you start thinking about it. My dad was right. There's, it's just you're getting. We're going to get to a point where it's uh, just unsustainable. They're never going to pay it, and we're going to default on. It. So I think I hate saying this, but I think. Because things are just crazy, you know, and all this was all put together and managed back by TARP this, TARP that, you know, all the little programs they put together, and now they're trying to act like they never happen and raise interest rates or tell you, but it's not going to happen. Boy, the, uh, the Fed governors today have been hilarious because they're all backtracking, and one of them had the best comment of all, the timing of the rate hike really doesn't matter. The timing. Right. It doesn't matter when we do it or if we do it. What really matters is the fact that we're talking and saying we're going to do it. Oh, Whether we it. right, right, right. Whether we actually do it or not or when we do it, that really doesn't matter. That makes sense. Right. That makes sense. Clear that all up for all of us. You see Muhammad Ali's in the hospital. Yeah. Not doing well. No. So that was the first Muslim that I know of. Because he was Cassius Clay. Cassius Clay, Muhammad Ali. Uh, when I was and a Lou Alcindor, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Those were the first two. Now Buckwheat. What? He's Kareem of wheat. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently they got to him, too. <laughs> well, I walked right into that yeah, one. Did it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hate to make light. He's still, in my opinion, the greatest, you know. But I remember when I was a kid, Cassius Clay. Float know, like a butterfly, I was, sing like a bee. I was born in 59, so... He was Cassius Clay, and then one day he was Blue Alcindor. Well, yeah, I mean, then the Vietnam War broke out, and right. uh, they pulled his card. That's what did it. That's what did it. Yeah. So, well, I think what we're witnessing today is the sell in May and go away. I don't think anybody's ever coming back, according to Bill Gross. And I ran. Yeah. I ran so far away. That's pretty good. Yeah. Flock yep. of seagulls. What? Couldn't get away, though. <laughs> You know, when I was younger, I wish that I could sing. Now that I'm older, I wish you could. <laughs> but um, Bill Gross says the markets, as we know it, are never going to be the same. It's over. They just don't want to tell you it's over yet, but it's over, and you need to. You just need to accept it. Well, I think it's already happened. You know, in other words, when when I started this company, we battled against perpetual prosperity. Everybody knew you bought real estate and you invested in stocks. You got a broker. And he stayed for the long haul. Don't listen to these guys. You stay in for the long haul until all the... Buy and hold! Right. 87? <laughs> what happened there? And then Alan Greenspan had to put in all the new laws and the plunge protection team, and they had to put in uh, market uh, uh, market uh, cons- constraints where they could only move so much in Right, the they put in all the limits and right. all of those things. Lock they limits. created the... the and then, the plunge protection team right. and all that stuff. They'd shut the markets down for a while, and then they'd have to shut off for 20 minutes. And everyone's like, oh, okay, well, that sounds That'll make it safe. That's 87, that sounds pretty good. And everything was going along all right. And then the 90s, everybody piled in, and then the dot-com thing blew up, and then 9-11. And before you know it, you've been wiped out three times in 10 years, and you're like, I don't know. But yeah, my broker's like, you're in it for the long haul, you know, so... And everything was going along, oh, one, you're like, well, you know, that's never going to happen again. Oh, eight, you're wiped out. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, man, oh, man. And then you're rolling along, oh, eight, you're in, you're like, I don't like this anymore. Can I point out something, Melvin? 
every time he got wiped out, it's always been a little worse because '87 was was bad. The dot com bubble was worse. Right. Then then you, you you came into the new millennial, and then you had whether the housing slash financial bubble was devastating. Right. Well, then what happened? Everybody just walked away from mortgages. Now everybody wants back in. Allegedly. You know yeah. Well, no. You can buy a house now if you had a foreclosure. Um, you can get back in, and they will give you up to twenty thousand dollars on a second mortgage. This is a new deal they put out. Up to twenty thousand dollars on a second mortgage. That if you live in the house for three years, they'll forgive. How about that? Even if you've had a foreclosure, so they want you coming back in. What does that tell you? Yeah, crazy. I mean, really though, what does it really tell you? Well, the buy. I'll tell you what it says. The people that you know that this is what Bill Gross is saying. The way that was. And those people forget it. Now, long term is five minutes in the stock market. Everything trades on instant data. Then you've got guys trading nanoseconds in front of your trades, skimming, you know, a thousand millionth of a percentage point every three seconds. And nobody, you know, at the first the fat sign, did it. Yeah, at the first sign of trouble, they're going to walk away. So I mean, one of the, I, I say it all the time. I should have walked away. I was a moron. I could have saved myself hundreds of thousands of dollars at the end. I wrote a check to get out of my house. I could have just walked away. Right. I know. Well, we all tried to do it right. I stayed in mine, wrote it down. Right. Wrote it about, you know. But I'm saying now it's broken forever. Because now the first sign of trouble, everybody thinks, you know what, forget it, I'm not doing it. That's the great thing about house loans. If they go up, you sell it. If they go down, you stop paying. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Don't worry, they'll forgive me in a few years anyway. So, but everybody, you know, they're trying to pretend it never happened, but. But this, Bill Gross is saying, you know, prosperity as we know, it's probably never going to be the same. So. Gross, Carl Icahn, George Soros, Drunken Miller, Elliot. I mean, the list just goes on and on and on of all the people that are saying, this is, the nonsense is getting ready to end. You know, the game of musical chairs, the music's getting ready to stop. The problem is there's no chairs left for anybody to sit down in. That's it. That's it, exactly. So and people don't stay in. They don't invest. The new generation doesn't invest. Just don't do it. And Wall Street, you know, which they always save. They save during the crash. The only thing it did was bail out the uber rich. It's all oh, it did. really did. And they had a great time. They got to keep all their mansions. They've got all their vacation homes. And, I mean, they held that all together, bailed them out. You know how many trillions and trillions? You, do you know the answer to that? No, you don't. Because they're never going to tell you. That State Farm could not pay its annuity holders. They're going to leave that part out in the history book. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back. Stay with us if you can take it. You're listening to the blind leading the stupid Patriot Radio News Hour. Eric and Joe, it's a great day to be alive. I hope you feel the same. My buddy Misha, azautobrokers.net, says he's got some Chinese Buicks. Remember the Buick? It was the GL8. That they, the Glate. The Glate. When we first heard about it, nobody, I don't know what they call it, Cliff knows when they send them in here. But I saw it yesterday. It said right on the General Motors window sticker, made in China. Wow. With a, pe- you know, yeah, at least I remind you that uh, this was an American taxpayer bailed out company. But that doesn't bother anybody. Well, it does bother Donald Trump. Says this is all going to end. I mean, I don't know how they're going to end it. I don't know how we're going to bring it back. It'll take a decade. It took it took ten to twenty years to get everything out of here. 
And, and you know, and we had made a comment, my brother did years ago, going that uh, Americans are going to want this back. Someday. We're going to want right. it back. Remember they used to tell us, you and I would do the stories like, oh, nobody wants to be saddled with manufacturing. We don't want those jobs. Nobody wants those jobs. We don't need them here in the country, and they're bad for the environment. <laughs> you know, they are. You got smokestacks running, and, you know, it's just terrible. The spotted owl, I mean, right. come on. So, it's what happened, man. It's what happened. I don't know. You think we want it back? You got grandkids, children, can't do nothing trillion dollars in student loans and most of them can't get jobs well, listen, here, I'm going to give you the reality and, and you you can listen to what the government wants to tell you or you can actually just use the facts four out of every ten student loans, no one's paying a cent on that's a 40% default rate which in other words would mean all of the people that hold student loans because they they leverage it, and they, they monetize it, and they chop it up into bits. All of the loans behind it are all bad. But the government uses a, a, a little word. It's called deferment, where they just wave a little magic wand and say, oh, you know what? No, he's not. it's not that he's not paying. He's just taking a break for De- a while. Deferment. What does that mean? That means you're not which, working? Which, which, no, deferment doesn't mean that. Just means you're not paying. You're just not paying. But we don't want to say you're in default. Ah. Right. So instead we'll use a different word. And and we'll just call it like Homer, we were talking about bribery. In in Washington it's called lobbying instead of bribery. Same thing with the student loan. You're not in default. You're just deferring. You're gonna you're waiting for a while until things get better. Right. And then you'll start paying. You graduated in nineteen eighty four. I know you're getting ready to collect your Social Security check. Right. Still in deferment. But you're in deferment. Yeah, that's great. I love that's a nice word, deferment. Isn't that a nice word? They could use that for everything. My car loan's in deferment. <laughs> I'm not defaulting on this. No, I'm deferring. Excuse me, Mr. Tow Truck Driver. I'm not in default. <laughs> I'm just in deferment. A trillion dollars. Jamie Dimon. I mean, I don't know if J.P. Morgan got into the, the car well, deal. Well, apparently they must be on the other. He's obviously shorting all the auto loans. Right, when they come out. Because he says, somebody's going to get hurt, but it's not us. Right. Auto loan balances, he said, surpassed $1 trillion in the first quarter. Wow. But, again, they got to finance this somehow. So people don't have any money. You know, I was looking at U.S. Bank over here where you and I bank. Yep. I, I want to tell you, the banker there, Jeff. Great guy. One of the hardest-working guys I've ever met. It's been a breath of fresh air. I've moved all my accounts. I know U.S. Bank's just another huge conglomerate, but I like dealing with the face. And the guy works really hard. He's just wonderful. And uh, and uh, it's, it's just been just been great working with him. And But, uh, I mean, you just look at what where we're at. How about this one? Negative yielding debt. This is on the Money and Investing of the Wall Street Journal Day at New High. No. The, the amount, the dollar amount of all the debt in the world. Well, let's 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 look at the, the article here. The amount of global sovereign debt with negative yields surpassed ten trillion dollars for the first time in May. Wait, it said sovereign debt. So this is just nations, right? This isn't all the debt. This isn't autos and student loans and houses. This is just national nations debt, sovereign debt. What was the number? They said the measure stood at ten point four trillion, up five percent. What from... could go wrong with that? <laughs> I mean, 
what could possibly go wrong? It's spread across 14 countries, with Japan by far the largest source of negative yielding bonds. Of the total, $7.3 trillion was long-term and $3.1 was short. The amount of debt with yields below zero has increased sharply this year. Now, help me out with this. You know, I'm, uh, I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer. But does this mean if, if you invest in a tr- Japanese treasury and you give them ten grand, they give you back less when yes. it matures? Yes, that's what it means. What? Yes. Why do it? <laughs> because it's safer than buying the Japanese stock market. Right. In the stocks and the ba- you can't leave it in Listen, the bank. This is why gold is going to explode, and they all know it. <laughs> you know, because remember, the, the big argument got in, in it was forever. And Eric, longer than I, had to put up with this nonsense. Gold doesn't pay interest. And that's why you shouldn't hold it. And buy, it, buy a bond, at least right. to get interest. And 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 the carrying cost and all this other stuff. And that now, was always the, the the financial planner would always say that when you call them, I want to buy gold. Well, they don't want you to buy gold because a when you buy gold from me, okay, they don't get the commission. And b the reason they want to hold your your investments is because when they you have to call them to sell them, they get a commission when they sell. Them. <laughs> You understand? Listen, they get a commission every. Oh, that's a one percent fee. That's a one percent fee. There's a fee for this, a fee for that. Oh, wait, you want? That's another fee. But that's so they, that's what they say. Well, gold doesn't pay interest. Well, that now, was their big argument. Right now, either it's your bank, and now do either do bonds? Well, not, not only do they not. So you're missing the point. Oh. They don't pay interest. They actually charge charge you. <laughs> See, that's the difference. That's the nice thing about. Gold. And, and they're going to start charging you a whole lot more. Which all of a sudden now makes gold that doesn't pay any interest look a whole lot better. Crazy. Just crazy. I got to tell you, man, the world is just going crazy. When I read you this last article, when we get out of the break here, a story out of Switzerland, it is amazing. And this is where we're headed. Joe's already been talking about it. Well, Joe's the first one to bring it up. And I, I first heard it, I go, ah, it's preposterous. But when we get back... You better buckle up. You're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour final segment on a Friday. Stay with us. You're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour paying all your great hits from the 70s. That's Steve Miller band there. You don't know that, do you? Of course I know it. Who do you think put that song on there? For my buddy Todd and I stood up. And shoved everybody down and said, Nobody leaves the house while Steve Miller's. <laughs> <laughs> That's to you, Huey, if you're listening, man. Okay, I got to tell you, I've read everything. I've seen everything, but I never thought I'd see this either. This out of Zurich this morning in the Wall Street Journal. Even now in the topsy turvy world that we were just talking about, where the governments are getting paid to borrow money, they're getting, we're, you know, negative means you're going to pay them to loan them money. The issue on the ballot this weekend in Switzerland stands tall. Related for Sunday, proposes to pay all residents a minimum monthly allowance. No questions asked. Whether or not they work and whether or not they need it. $2,500. The monthly amount isn't spelled out, but is expected to be around 2500 which is 2530 francs per adult with a smaller subsidy for children, without regard to employment, education, disability, age, or even wealth. 
An unemployed person would get it. So would a billionaire. The idea has percolated in academic circles now for decades and has found its way to the ballot via a grassroots campaign that gathered the required number of signatures under Switzerland's generous referendum laws. Wow. It put a big, I mean, a huge billboard up. I mean, it's Sign. like... It's like the size of two softball fields. And it says, what would you do if your income were taken care of? 2500 a month. I told you it's coming. Well, this is where we've come down. We need to pay to keep you at home. Otherwise, people are going to get the ranchos, huevos, huevos rancheros. Well, that's what we're heading to here. Right? It's coming. I just sure as I'm sitting here, just sure as I'm sitting here, this is the summer of the beginning of the riots. They're going to just escalate and get worse and worse, and the election won't fix them. There'll probably be some martial law put in here somewhere. The Dow is down 70 points on the horrible jobs data. Gold's up $30, $1,240. Uh, silver's up $0.40, cents, $16.40. Last Friday, we ran a special with 1996 prices. <laughs> <laughs> How about that for a throwback? This Friday, I've got it right. Throwback so. Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> as long as it's throwing back to 2011, I'm okay with it. U.S. $5 gold pieces. I ran them right at the end yesterday, and obviously people did not understand how great the value was. Well, I heard some phone ringing, though, last and, night. Well, I've got some left, which shouldn't have happened, but today they're $355. You buy four $5 gold pieces, it would be the same as buying a $20 Liberty, it actually would be less than buying a $20 St. Gaudens. Wow. I mean, you think about that, friend. How long has it been since so you, we've been get, able to do that? So you get four incremental gold pieces. You can buy them one at a time, but yeah, $355 right. on a U.S. $5 Liberty gold pieces. Those are the older ones, 1866 to 1907. How many you got? And I've, I've I've still got about eighty left, so I've got quite a few of them left at three fifty five. And those of you looking at silver, I had a uh, a customer sell back a a uh, an older case of Silver Eagle, so I've got back date years nice. three eighty five, which is a huge saving. Four ten for twenty sixteen. 385. I want to say they're mostly 2010. Well, nobody knows it better. Give us a call. 1-800-951-0592. God bless. We'll see you next week. We're out of here. Bye now.